T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right. Uh, meanwhile, let's get back to the calls. Uh, we should have uh, Anna. Anna should be on the phone. Anna, you're on WBEN. Hi, uh, hi, Sandy. Hello, Anna. What do you have for us today? We're asking about what to do for, you know, to not have uh, face-to-face contact. Yeah, you keep a social distance in person. And, uh, yes, well, how do you feel about that? Well, really good because... I just turned 83 on Saturday, and I got four of the top illnesses, so I have to be extra careful. I am pretty much homebound anyway, so I'm very, you know, been very careful. And on Saturday, there was a knock at the door, and uh, what I did is I just went to my window and looked, and it was a delivery man with flowers and balloons. Very good. Uh, very good. First of all, congratulations on your 83rd birthday. We're very pleased. And you did the right thing by going to the window first. Yeah. And uh, you saw somebody with balloons and flowers, maybe one clearing uh, publisher's clearing house sweepstakes. Uh, they didn't have no chance. <laughs> uh, now, how do you get your groceries and things? Well, let me finish telling you this. It's, I'll tell you real quick. So I was lucky there's a... Um, I had a bench on the porch, you know, that's okay. all the time. So I motioned to him to leave it there because he Good. had a clipboard and everything. I wasn't going. So when he left and it was cold, the balloon was blowing, I put my, I got a box of plastic gloves, put them on, opened the window. I could reach for the uh, flowers, brought them into a room, sprayed everything, Wow! closed the door, and left it to a member of my family came home. And Boy, I wish everybody took the precautions you're taking. That's a very proactive of you. Very, very good deal. I, I imagine it's a little different kind of a birthday celebration, seeing that we're under these circumstances. Uh, actually, my daughter made a cake, and uh, she she lives upstairs, and so... She just comes in, you know, helps me with dinner or something. Uh, her husband is still working with the public, so he stays away from me. I have another daughter and son-in-law. They're working. They're involved in food, so they're with the public. So they, I haven't seen them for like a month. 
Wow. Well, I, I, I predict on your next birthday and your next many birthdays, things will be a lot better socially than they are now. But it's nice that people remembered your birthday and um, you got the balloon and we all wish you a very happy, happy birthday. got to be careful like that. Well, you, you sound like you know you've written the book on being careful and that's been very, long. very good. I, I've been here. You know, I've seen, I'll just tell you quick, i seen on uh, Facebook or somebody had a note saying how those of us who have lived longer remember bad times. Like, and it reminded me back when I was a kid, polio, and they were so bad, and children in iron lungs, and uh do you remember when you would go to the movies, they would run a feature in between the movies of uh, of the uh, for people in an iron lung? And uh, and that you, was polio, yeah. And what they used to do is they would bring out uh, children or teenagers. I can re- remember I was little, but they had, uh, you know, uh, crutches. And sure. What do you call what they put on their legs? Brace. Yeah, braces. Yeah. So uh, think things have gotten a lot better than that, Anna. Thank you and Merry, uh, not Merry Christmas, but happy, happy birthday to you, Anna. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Wow, 83. And she she did, uh, guys, she really did everything the right way, didn't she? She did. She had it all checked out. Yep. All right. Who else do we have on the line there, Tony boy? Let's go to Roy in Boston. I think that's a good idea. Roy in Boston, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Roy. What do you have for us today? Well, I've been hearing a lot about the economic stimulus that they're proposing in Congress. The stimulus package, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, this will add to the national debt. And I would like to offer four quick observations concerning the national debt. Okay. All right. Well, number one, we have a national debt of $23 trillion dollars. Now, people are so accustomed to hearing millions, billions, and trillions of dollars, it, it doesn't mean anything. But if we change dollars into seconds of time, the reality of the debt takes on a sobering fact. Okay. So, for example, uh, one million seconds is 12 days. One billion seconds is 31 years. One trillion seconds is 31,000 years. Now, Man, now, 23 trillion seconds is 713,000 years. <laughs> now, now, if you produce a dollar a second, it would take you just that long to break even. Wow. Well, this could destroy the economy and the country. Now, just to go to uh, observation number two, a dollar's worth of goods in 1776 would cost you a dollar and fourteen cents in nineteen thirteen. Now this would be due to uh, legitimate economic conditions. One example being the uh, expansion of the country. Good goods have to had to be shipped a uh, greater distance. Now this was over a period of one hundred thirty seven years, and an increase on the average about a penny every decade. Now this takes into uh, point number uh, three. With the establishment of the Federal Reserve System, the centralized banking system in 1913, and the phasing out of coinage of precious metals like gold and silver that have intrinsic value, and you cannot inflate that, you can't create more out of thin air. But with the proliferation of paper money, 
within 107 years, that dollar and 14 cents worth of goods now costs $25.87, making the dollar worth about four and a half cents. Yikes. Yeah, really. I see what you're talking about. Uh, when you visualize the numbers you gave us, it's just just incredible. Right now, I think that's the reason the president uh, wants to uh, see this expedited, if possible, in weeks and not uh, not months, because he sees the impact it's having on commerce. However, the impact on humans, uh, that toll is uh, incalculable. He's got to stay uh, focused on the fact that uh, we're saving lives here. And we'll do the best we can with the economy. But the economy has to take a backseat to human life. Hey, thank you, Roy. Thank you very much. One more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Here. Well, you know, this brings this is inflation. And this brings me to point number four. John Maynard Keynes, a British socialist whose Marxist ideas for much of our economic theory stated, he said, by a continuous process of inflation, governments can confiscate secretly and unobserved an important part of the wealth of their citizens. Now, people need to realize the ability to tax is the ability to destroy, and inflation is nothing more than a hidden tax. Well, of of course, and and you see how we we think of ourselves as indestructible, but you see how in a week, or maybe two if we stretch it, in two weeks the the country has been brought to its knees, and yet we're getting fantastic uh, response from people who can help offering to help and being part of the solution. Thanks, Roy. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'd like to hear from you when we uh, we got about a minute and 15 minutes, a minute and 15 seconds before we get back to uh, the news. But uh, insensitive, arrogant, self-destructive, disrespectful. Those are the words of uh, our governor after seeing the uh, video of the kids on the beach in Florida and the kids in the park in, in uh, New York City. He described them like that because they've, they've been told to, you know, kind of stay at home and keep a distant, um, a distant space. And when we come back, we'll be talking. We've got a lot of bills today. We should pay these things and pay them immediately. Uh, when we come back, we will be talking to Bill and Ella, one of our favorite people. Uh, but uh, meanwhile, the questions are, is the governor right in his, um, uh, his assessment of those young people? Also, the grocery store. If you normally go once a day, you don't really have to. You could, you could uh, go for a couple of days and make less trips. That might make more sense to you. Uh, also, do you like? Uh, have you learned to like those you love? I think no matter how tight the, your relationship, when you're in a in a room all day every day without really a lot of access to go outside and do some things and have some alone time and whatever. Uh, have you learned to like those you love? Because sometimes people can get on your nerves, okay? Luckily for me, my associate producer is right here, the lovely Bernadette, and uh, she is helping. Uh, We've got like eight screens here so we can see everything you wanted to see and maybe some things you didn't want to see. But we'll be back with more on News Radio 930. This is WBEN.
really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with the Beach and Company live from um, from my domicile in Pendleton. And we're asking about social distancing. Uh, have you encountered any embarrassing or maybe even hostile uh, uh, occasions in social uh, distancing? Also, the governor said those kids are insensitive. They're arrogant. They're self-destructive. And they're disrespectful. He was talking about the kids on the beach in Florida disregarding uh, warnings about gatherings like that, and he's also saw it in New York, uh, in, uh, in the parks. Uh, and uh, we'd like to know if you think his, uh, his assessment is right on. Uh, also, have you learned to like the ones you love? There was an article in the newspaper that says, you know, when you're cooped up like this, you can get uh, cabin fever and maybe maybe being a little grouchy. But the uh, bottom line is it hasn't been that long. Now, maybe it seems longer if you've got kids running around, or it seems longer if you uh, have a very small apartment and and uh, and you'd like to get some fresh air. But I think normally, in most situations, it has not been that long. Let's go to uh, Bill, please. Bill would be next on News Radio 930 WBN. Hello, Bill. Sandy, one of my oldest, dearest friends. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm here in my lovely palatial home with a lovely palatial woman. And you, you know what? You sound good. Thank you. <laughs> you sound good. You sound healthy, and uh, but that comes with uh, uh, not, Ma- not maturation. Uh, fat. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, what's on your mind today? Well, I think you know. I was just saying to my wife yesterday because we were at home together, being off on a rare occasion, but. Uh, I was saying, I was saying, I'm seeing more of him on the TV and all the what I, you know, like Rush would uh, call uh, MSNBC, PMSNBC. Right. For years, I'm just seeing that this guy is on TV more than the president. Uh, which one are you talking about, Cuomo? Cuomo. Cuomo. Yeah. On TV more than the president. It's like. In- well, you, you know what, Bill? He is more, uh, let's see, acceptable in his present form. He's not hostile. He's not nasty. He's not shoving some new law down our throat. He, I think he's explaining things well. And believe me, I'm no fan of Andrew Cuomo, but I think these are his best hours. Yeah, I think. Like, I, I mean, I wrote a couple notes here. I'm a, I'm a fan of facts, which I'm a black and white person, meaning if I'm traveling before the days of GPS, uh, like many of us have, uh, and I stop and ask somebody at a corner store, do you know where so-and-so or this is? And they go, well, I think it's kind of – have a great day. I'll see you later. I keep going until I get somebody who gets me black and white. So that's – I'm a fan of facts, not a fan of fear. Um, 
And the same thing with you. I'm not a fan of Cuomo, but I, I do I do see that he's he's really I think he's positioning it. Yeah, I think so. Is he still there? You still there, Bill? Well, Bill seems to have disappeared. We didn't cut him off. Uh, Tony, did he just disappear? I guess so. I think Tony went with him. Uh, but that was Bill. We did not uh, cut Bill off. He just seemed to have disappeared into the cyber wilderness. Uh, but yeah, I, he, he and I are agreeing that neither one of us are fans of the current of the governor, Andrew Cuomo. However, in his current incarnation, I think he is very acceptable. He's very informative. Uh, he is, uh, uh, I, I think, much more approachable. You feel more comfortable with him. You don't put up your 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 defenses right away as soon as you see him. So if I if I were an advisor to him, and I'm not, but we did talk to Kathy Hochul, the lieutenant governor, this morning, and I issue I I, I said the same thing that he seems to be on a really good uh, platform with the president and the and the president with him. And before they were always at each other's throats. So I I, I I'll take that. I like that. Because it's getting things done for New York State. New York State happens to be in a position, there are times when you don't want to be number one, and this might be one of them, where number one in cases, uh, unless those numbers have changed overnight, uh, of the virus. So it's important that we, we speak up loud and clear to the national powers, let them know we need it, and we need it as soon as possible. So I think that's better. Tony, do you find uh, the, the governor more approachable now and more acceptable than in the past? Yeah, it's almost as if he stepped into a phone booth and changed into someone else. Remember, he stepped into a phone booth with the president, and there was nobody else in the room when they had that meeting, remember? Yes. And then they came out. There was no press or anything else. They came out, and from that moment on, they've been getting along at least superficially. They've been getting along fine, which I'll take rather than warring factions. I agree with that. Okay, so I assume Bill flew off into outer space. Probably. (laughs) Okay, let's go to Ella. Ella. We love Ella. Ella, you're on WBEN. Sandy, I love you too. Ah, you're very sweet, Ella. What do you have for us today? Sandy, unfortunately, you just got engaged. So, what do you mean, unfortunately, I just got engaged? I'm fortunate to have just gotten engaged. Andy, what I mean is I can't wait for you anymore. You're taken now. Oh, you're so sweet, Ella. Thank you. Now, uh, like yourself and your previous caller, I was never a Como fan. However, the last two interviews he's done, he's displayed an awful amount of common sense. Yeah. And... um I'm happy about this. Now, with all this insanity, there are two good things I see happening. Number one, people are really pulling together and helping each other. They're protesting and fixing. Number two, families have come closer together. And I just pray every day that the lessons that we're learning now, when we return to normal, whatever that will be, that we won't forget the lessons that we're learning right now. Remember in 9-11, when we had the terrorist attack, things were like this. Uh, People were flying flags and everybody was friendly and and whatever, and that lasted about a month uh, before, before it went away. That's what I mean, Sandy. I mean, this is tragic. This is weird. As far as I'm concerned, it's just plain weird. Never in my lifetime have... 
seen anything like this in our country. Never. Well, we do we do have a lot more camaraderie when we have a common bond. However, I will tell you this. Uh, for instance, uh, when I said, and you said, and Bill said, uh, and uh, Kathy Hochul even said, that the, uh, the governor is a lot more uh, approachable, friendly, whatever now than he ever has been, and he's getting along with the president uh, much, much better. I guarantee you, Ella, there are people in the audience who don't want that. They see that constant fight all the time, that strife, that banging heads, and they're not happy. Now, I don't know how you, you could be not happy by having a, a good relationship, but that's the way they feel. And I'm sure when I check out all of my texts and emails and everything else that there will be people who express that. How could you possibly say anything good about him? Well, I take it as it lies. Uh, if it's, if he a good, give me a good performance, I'll give you a good review, and that's the way it is. Hey, i got to ask you one question. I, sure. The wrong name. Do you know uh, Randy Ashey? A-S-H-E-Y? I don't think so. Well, I don't know what happened. The man said he's a personal friend of yours. Well, you know, I have met a lot of people, but maybe I just just, uh, misplaced him or whatever, but I'm not familiar with that. It had something to do with hockey. I can't remember. Hockey? I have almost nothing to do with hockey, basically. But anyway, a nice try, Ella. Next time will be your final chance to give me a name that I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sandy, let's just, I pray every day that when we return to normal, whatever it will be, it will not be the same as it's been, that people will remember what we've learned by cooperating and caring about each other. I agree. You know, Ella, one of your biggest fans is right here, uh, uh, and that is Bernadette. And just uh, wish wish Ella a very nice day. Hi, Ella. Have a great day. Hey, okay. Congratulations. She sends her congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. She's still looking at wedding dresses. I never knew there were so many different dresses that could be uh, proper for a wedding. Okay. I hope it's a traditional one. No. Yeah, I think she's a traditional type. I don't think she's going to arrive wearing a parachute or a meat suit. Good. <laughs> Best wishes to both of you. Thank you, Ella. You're such a doll. Thank you. We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. A couple of quick excerpts from my uh, Dick and Jane in Yiddish book. Okay, it's written by Ellis Weiner and Barbara Davelman. All right, here it is. Uh, for those of you who grew up with Dick, Jane, Spot, Pony, and Puff and learned how to read, they've put Yiddish phrases in the book, and it's very helpful and very interesting. One of the main characters is Sally, and Sally's having a bad day, and she says, People are not nice. They're mean. I'm lonely, frustrated, bored, and overweight. My boss is a putz, and I hate my hair. So, I mean, that haven't we all lived that? We've all hated our hair, hair and we've all had a boss that's a putz. So I want you to say that. Tony, I want you to say my boss is a putz, and then I want Buzzy to say my boss is a putz. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Come on, Joe. No, say thank it, cause you. Because I want it on tape. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm at the beginning of my career, Sandy. Why would you do <laughs> such a thing? I have kids to feed. I'm sorry. So we got one guy at the beginning of career and another guy with kids to feed. Guess what? I don't have any kids to feed, and I'm not at the beginning of my career, so I'll say it, my boss is a putz. It's in here. Now, in that case, it means somebody you don't like and is not disagreeable and stuff like that. My boss, watch this suck up. My boss isn't really a putz. 
I love my boss. Put that on tape. I love my boss. And now we got one more. Uh, this is from Dick and Jane. I have an idea, Dick, cries Jane. Sometime soon, let's go visit Sally in Berkeley. We'll bring Katie and Scott and Alice and Zach, and we'll not tell Sally we're coming. That's a fine idea, Jane, says Dick. Wow, won't Sally be surprised? But that's a whole different Magilla. And I'm thinking, uh, absolutely, like, um, Sandy and Bernie are getting married. It will be a whole different Magilla. <laughs> I think a Magilla is a happening, like a, a group happening. It's a huge Magilla. All right? So I think Magilla Gorilla, the cartoon. Magilla Gorilla, the cartoon? Okay, they probably borrowed it from this. All right, uh, Don, is Don there? You're on WBEN, Don. Good morning, Sandy. How oh, it's my Don. Good. Hello there. Thanks for calling. It's a pleasure as usual. What's on your mind today? Uh, uh, of course, I don't work anymore. I'm retired, so I'm home with the boss. Oh, so you, well, then you can say that your former boss is a putz. Uh, <laughs> yes, I could say that. You could say that, but you're, I'm sure your wife, I've met her, she's a lovely lady. I'm sure she's not a tough boss for you. Oh, she's extremely overbearing. <laughs> Do you want to live or what? Do you have a death wish? But but I, I love it. I love it. I, I, I like to be bossed around. You're like a dominant woman, so she's like a dominatrix type? Yeah, something like that. Wow, that's good. That's good. The upkeep is a little high, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? See, that's that's sane. You know, you know, I was hearing and reading recently that uh, if you can't taste something or if you can't smell something, that's a sure indicator that you have the coronavirus. Well, you know, I have not had a good smell. Uh, what's instincts or whatever? My whole life, so I, it's nothing new to me. But that—that's me for sure. You could have an onion under my nose, and I couldn't tell you. Well, then both you and my wife have probably had coronavirus uh, pretty much all your life. Well, maybe we have, and maybe uh, obviously it's affected her sense of taste. She married you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no rebuttal to that. Well, that's good. I don't want you to have a rebuttal for it because I, I own the telephone, so I get to do the, the joke and then hit the button. There you go. You got it all. You got it all together. How are you guys surviving uh, together in the house? Is it just the two of you? Or are there more people in there than just the two? Uh, the only time there's more people in my house is when she goes out shopping and my girlfriend comes over. But other, <laughs> you are a bad boy. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> so it's generally just you and Barb. That's completely correct. Well, that's nice. Uh, it, have it, has it drawn you closer together? Uh, I suppose so. Well, that's good, because there's an article, which I may do more of tomorrow on the show tomorrow, and it says how to like the ones you love, because I think confinement oftentimes uh, brings people into conflict. Confinement equals conflict. Usually, if something bad is happening, you can walk away from it. But in a house, unless it's some huge palace, you can't walk away from each other if there's only two of you in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
what, what we're saying, when you hear it streaming like I hear your show, and my wife is listening to that right now, <laughs> about a minute apart, so she's laughing like crazy at whatever we both said about a minute ago. So Well, that's good. Until you say goodbye and then reality kicks in, she throws a frying pan at you. <laughs> <laughs> but the frying pan don't weigh as much as that shot put I had thrown at me once. Well, that's right. I threw an 18-pound shot put at you in my mother's house, and uh, you shouldn't have awakened me that day. That was, that was a uh, bad move. That was a no-no, but, but I learned quickly. I never did it again. <laughs> See, that's a smart guy. You make a mistake and you never do it again. Don, I have to run. Uh, my best to you and Barb. Well, thank you very much, and I just want to say one more. Uh, never mind. Goodbye and thank you. Okay. Yeah, count your blessings when you say goodbye. Thank you, Don. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, uh, he came and uh, woke me from an afternoon nap once, and I used to throw the shot put for Lunenburg High School. And unfortunately for him, the ball was right next to the bed. And when he woke me up, I got so mad, I chased him into the dining room and threw the ball at him. It weighs 18 pounds. Surprised your mother didn't chase you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm lucky she didn't kick me out of the house. Well, guys, uh, we got through the first day, and I think it it went pretty well technologically. What do you think? I think uh, pretty good. you know, being that this was the first day and we had a few bugs to iron out as far as getting you the names and things like that. Plus, we had some interactive stuff going on with uh, Brian Mazarowski and Susan yep. Rose, the interviews, a well, lot of stuff out there. We're going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, today's lineup, by the way, Rush Limbaugh will not be on, uh, not by our call, but by his call. So uh, Rush was canceled at the point of origin. So David Bellavia, who is uh, fabulous, will be on today. Uh, Tom uh, has finished his procedure, and he will return today, uh, so that's strong. I'm not sure who's on 7 to 10, whether Hannity will be on or, or substitute, but all the information you need, whatever you need, it's right here at News Radio 930 WBEN. I'll see the rest of you tomorrow. Meanwhile, now I get to go play with my rubber duck in the tub. I'm <laughs> a- <laughs> no way, you here. have a rubber duck in the, is it one of the bath fitter tubs? It is. It's a, it's a bath fitter tub, and I, I got the free rubber duck while I ordered before April 6th. So that's very nice. I'll see the rest of you tomorrow at 9, unless you break into my house on News Radio 930 WBEN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.